0: In this devotional, I'm going to share with you three thoughts from Hosea chapter 8, verses 11 through 14, where I'll answer the question why does God cause Israel's defeat? Hosea chapter 8, verses 11 through 14 says, Because Ephraim has multiplied altars for sinning, they have become to him altars for sinning. Were I to write for him my laws by the ten thousands, they would be regarded as a strange thing. As for my sacrificial offerings, they sacrifice meat and eat, but the Lord does not accept them. Now he will remember their iniquity and punish their sins. They shall return to Egypt, for Israel has forgotten his maker and built palaces, and Judah has multiplied fortified cities. So I will send a fire upon his cities, and it shall devour her strongholds. The prophets of Israel are not always terribly encouraging. So if you're looking for some sort of self-help from the prophets, it's going to be hit and miss because so very often the prophets speak about the inevitable doom that is coming upon the people of Israel, God's chosen covenant people. Now, usually... Within those prophetic words, there is a promise, a promise that ultimately God will redeem his people, but it is always after great disaster, great suffering, and great pain for the people of Israel. And that's something that we need to pay attention to. We need to recognize that sin against God inevitably leads to disaster. And here we see that that is precisely what is going to take place. So here are three thoughts from Hosea chapter 8, verses 11 through 14, where I'll answer the question, why does God cause Israel's defeat? Thought number one, idolatrous worship. The people of Israel were idolatrous. When they should have been worshiping God and worshiping God alone, they decided that they were going to worship all the different gods of the Canaanites, all the different gods of the people from the land that they had dispersed. And you would think that Because they had been victorious, that they wouldn't be interested in worshiping Baal and Asheroth and all these other false gods. But they do it. They do it on a regular basis. They even go and worship Moloch, who is just this disgusting picture of evil, an evil god that they desire to worship. Why do they do that? It's a hard question to answer, and I don't think that there's an easy answer that'll just jump out at you as to why they worship false gods, except this, that we all routinely engage in idolatrous worship. We all routinely put something in the position of God that ought not be there, and when we do that, we're committing idolatry. Why is Israel ultimately defeated? Because they worshiped a God other than the one who brought them up Out of slavery from Egypt. Thought number two, ignorance of the law. The people of Israel should have known the law. They should have known it and known it so well that they could recite it forwards and backwards. And here's the crazy part, a lot of them could. A lot of them knew the law, but they didn't follow it. They knew what the law said. They knew what it said about things like idolatrous worship, but they weren't doing it. In spite of having been given the law They just didn't do it. They didn't take it seriously. And the Lord says through Hosea that if he had filled up their land with his law, it wouldn't make a difference. Nobody nobody would even know what was going on. They wouldn't understand that these are the laws of God. And it's their ignorance of God's law that led to their inappropriate behavior that ultimately leads to their destruction. So, when you're trying to figure out the reasons why the Assyrians are able to come in and defeat the northern kingdom, and then later the Babylonians are able to come in and defeat the southern kingdom, it's because the people of Israel were ignoring the law of God. Thought number three, trusting in themselves. The people of Israel and the people of Judah ultimately were not trusting in God. They were trusting in themselves and their own power and their own significance. This is why they were able to build these fortified cities. They're thinking that by building the fortified city, then they will be able to protect themselves from whatever enemy comes to them. And that's the kind of false sense of security that so many of us get into. We think, if I just protect myself by having enough money, if I just protect myself by having enough guns, if I protect myself by having enough food stored up, or whatever sort of protective measures we take, we think we're going to be okay in the midst of whatever peril. The fact of the matter is that no matter what preparations you have taken, if God has scheduled you for destruction, you will be destroyed. They were trusting in themselves. They were trusting in their own might, and their own wisdom, and their own defenses, but none of those things were going to help them. Because they had worshipped other gods, because they had neglected God's law, because they thought so much of themselves instead of their Heavenly Father, the Lord will ultimately cause these two rival, evil nations to come and destroy the northern and the southern kingdoms respectively. There's a lesson there for us. And the lesson is this, don't engage in idolatrous worship, don't neglect the law of God, and don't trust too much in yourself. These three thoughts come from the assigned reading of Hosea chapters 8 through 14. If you'd like to read through the Bible with me, you can do so by subscribing to this channel, by clicking on the link in the comments, or by joining the Facebook group through the Bible, where we are reading the text of scripture together.